Hey everybody, welcome back to Torch the Tavern. I am your... Dungeon Master? Physical Therapist? No. Yeah, no, I like Physical Therapist, that's a good one. I've had a Physical Therapist. Sponsor? You should have just said a torture person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a little bit of both. Okay. Same thing. That's where we're at right now, it's therapeutic, it hurts a little bit, but it's healing, you know? And we all need that, I think. Uh, To my left is Roy. Yeah, Uh, currently you're Brownie Boy, Roy, because this is a real good brownie. But also, I'm Ryan. And next to me is... Also enjoying one of these brownies. The more I eat them, the more they grow on me. Oh yeah, I'm also Mitch. And I play a a recent cardiac patient. Bruce. And I am Dylan, and fuck, I grabbed a brownie when Ryan was talking about the fuck they're good. It's real good brownies. And uh, I'm Randall, playing Dylan. Fuck me. Uh, I don't have anything to say to physical therapists because I'm not therapeutic at all. So, to my left. Hey, it's Jeff. Back again as, of course, the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Oh, God, he's off the hat. Tim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is there a liquid leaking from you? Because that dog of the hat is better than these brownies? Bullshit. I, res- I refuse to try your brownie magic. I will not. They're not incredibly, resist they're, your brownie bullshit. They're and incredibly rich. Strong. They are. And now, downing his second monster of the day... Uh, that would be Strana playing Barbadopolis. It's a new wizard. And I have problems with my thing. I don't like having yeah. things. Bro, you should go real. With e- everybody shit got real. Mm. Especially mine. Speaking <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah. That leaves us uh, dealing with the thing. Yeah, you and uh, Mr. Grimm are the only ones left behind to talk to the Thane and Daraka over the course of that dinner. We're going to mm. kind of move through it. He settles you guys down. He tries to get more information from you, but your story doesn't change much. And in the end, nobody knows really what happened to Bruce and Dylan. They were seen, and then they weren't. Rogue. Yeah, the best theory (laughs) is that they somehow snuck away, and the Thane seems very regretful about this. Confused. A little insulted. And over the course of dinner... Uh, you get the distinct impression that he does want your hammer, but your hammer has made it very clear that, lad, I am the item of a peasant, not a king. Mm. Consent is important. You are given some items. Mm. Uh, the Thane asks you what you would wish for, for your brave deeds, and uh, he rewards you with a specially crafted cane. A new cane sword? That is much like the one you already own, but it is a plus one dancing cane sword. Ooh! Wait, dancing? Yeah. That's does fucking it, cool! Does it know bachata? Bachata? Yeah, bachata. It's one of those Latin dances. Oh, okay. Dude, that's a really like cool one. He hooks you up with a ring of spell story. And he says, if you want anything else, I would like to reward you more. Um, I would like to reward the others as well. Let me know what you want, and I will have my crafts created. Very cool. Um... If you could go find them and maybe tell them that I know, might know where they've gone. Yeah, I would. I very much wish to know how Bruce is doing. Mm. There's more to that than wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah, obviously, me. like not quite as simple as that. And it's the next day. Where did you guys take Bruce? That's rough. <laughs> Man, I was hoping for Funky Town. Bruce, <laughs> straight to Gremlin. Bruce, this time you're the one waking up in a bed in the church of Vespera being 
taken care of by Granlin. Can I be sitting in a bed next to him, bandaged up? Because <laughs> I... sure. Hey, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> Life is pain. Is Dylan in arms reach? No, I'm not sure. Of it. I, my I feel like he's intelligent enough to not be. I moved my bed. I went to college. I I, I don't know. That's a that's a roll wisdom check for no. me. No, <laughs> Bruce dear. I had a day. Bruce um, doesn't say anything, answer. but Bruce does get up and move to Dylan's bed. Make a strength check, much like Dylan did earlier, because Granlin puts her palm on your chest. Hey, Sandra did that to me last time. <laughs> Bruce fails a strength check. She Just like me. pushes you down and goes, No, dear. Action surge. Recently had a <laughs> Save a strength check. <laughs> Great. Ten, Ten. She rolled a 19 and then a 16. <laughs> I'm gonna peek over Grandma like, no, like, no. You need to get bed rest, <laughs> This is not good for your heart, dear. Dylan, shut the fuck up. Listen, man, I'm a little upset with this motherfucker. Yeah, I cussed. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> you just get mad at me. Bruce. It's important. What do you need? Bruce just continues to try to get up. Okay, fine. Jesus. Okay, I'm, I'm booking it. <laughs> this is... Limping run. Oh my god, the parallels. Okay. <laughs> the minute she goes, okay, I go, oh no, oh no. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Uh, Bruce. Dylan. He said my right name. <laughs> so make you run faster or slower? Faster. It's like Dad saying your middle name. Dad said my right name. Get your broken ass back here. That was the one thing that wasn't, sir. I keep limping. Irony. You're chasing him through. You, he this can hear you. Bruce, Bruce continues to try to chase Dylan, and uh, about 15 feet later, Bruce is reminded by his age and body that Grandlin was right, and Bruce grabs something. It probably wasn't designed to hold up a Goliath, so it probably. Granlin is right there and doesn't let you fall. She's been tra- trailing behind you. I peek around the corner because I've been taking a lot of corners because it's Bruce, <laughs> and I go, "Uh, no, not today, Satan, not you, you." Unless there's a reason for you guys not to be there, you've been taken care of by them as well because you were very hurt. I imagine I've been running past and around them. Yeah, like you hear not not outside of your rooms. So, later in the day, Bob I... shows up at the Church of Vesper <laughs> with, I'm assuming, Mr. Grimm. Yeah, depending on what happened in that space of time, I probably went to the Church of Moors, because that's the church I mm-hmm. like the best. Then we'll mm-hmm. come back to y'all. But, eventually I'll get there. Okay. Bruce, as if nothing had happened. Dylan? You need to talk out of arm's reach. You gotta use your words. Come here. No. Come here. No. I'm going to use this opportunity to walk in. <laughs> and she walks out of a door in, the middle, in the middle. Just in the middle, yeah. A knife to Dylan's back. <laughs> oh, not the middle. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, how did you get a knife Because in... they disarm us at the door. Yeah. 
mean, I did vacate my bowels earlier. They're pretty empty. Roll that preemptive strike sleight of hand check. Roll that prison wall sleight of hand. Oh, God. Mm, didn't work out too well. Um, <laughs> you, you cut your prison no. wall in half. <laughs> you need to get the leather treated on that one. Uh, I don't do that because it's actually my finger. <laughs> <laughs> bluff check. Bluff check. Both were stored in his prison here, here, Okay. <laughs> Counter uh, offer. Y'all leveled up. I will say it's largely unnecessary, but you have pack blade. I do have pack blade, so I guess I'll go ahead and furnish this here rapier out of ice on command. So he's holding a veal's knife to your back. A veal's like I give you new toys and you use them right away. I mean, like you said, it is a new toy. I like to play with them. So, but you're gonna go blind if that keeps up, Dylan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go talk to Bruce. Roy, he's a hypocritical murderer. No. <laughs> I'm a level one fighter, and I will fight you. And I shove it in more, and I say, let's fucking go. Roy, you gonna hurt me? I could. All right. Gradlin's like, does anyone want to tell me what Bruce happened? A, oh, as I, you are, you, Bruce is shuffling closer. I, I'm just like, I turn around as Gradlin says, hey. <laughs> Gradlin, who's kind of helping Bruce limp along. This motherfucker has been yelling at me and yelling at him for killing bad, awful fucking people. And, like, cultists of devils level shit. And all of a sudden, he can just call someone an animal and it's okay to murder. I'm sorry, I missed the meeting on the Bruce rules. Can I get a reason for the excuse of principles real quick? Just want it answered. Because that's not fair to you, that's not fair to me, that's not fair to this fucking world. I'm going to assume that you haven't really told the priestesses... Everything that's happened yet? No. Okay. I waited for Bruce. Yeah. yeah. I also have questions about that, but also I will dissolve my pact blade, and I'm gonna say, how about we just all have a seat, please? He's quick over short distances. I said. Granlin does speak up. I would please. very much like to know how your dealings with the cult that I told you not to mess with went. Uh, well, I gave her a car and said she needs to be talked to. Oh, she's locked up. Please? Okay, fine, but you're sitting between us. Okay. Bruce has moved closer. (laughs) (laughs) He's so quick over short distances. (laughs) He's very stealthy for a big man. It's It's true. We've set that precedent many times. I have a proficient in stealth. I'm not. (laughs) Right? I am. (laughs) You aren't. As am I. Wow. What? <laughs> Haven't you ever noticed, like, half the time the wizards sneak better than the rogues? It's true. It's true. I got bad rules. Mm. Granlin shuffles you guys into a room with chairs and a bed and tries to get Bruce to move to the bed. She's just sort of giving you that look. Bruce doesn't fight Granlin, but on the way in, Bruce tries to slide of hand and hand a cup sized. Leather bag to Dylan. <laughs> Minus yeah. one. Twelve. After I got my goodies. You try to pass him a cup-sized bag. Dylan, you now have a cup-sized bag. The sleight of hand, so I'm unaware of it. <laughs> not if he puts no. it in your hand. Yeah, I'm handy. He's not trying to hide it from you. I just go, judo hand, as I'm like, how I, is he, he is trying to reach you, yeah. How is he quick? How do I have a cup? Grylin says... Please don't kill him, dear. I just patched him up. I have no need. No intention. 
Also, it might get your blood pressure up, and I don't know what they'll do to you lately. Squint. Set down cup. Rufus gives you the eye. I, well, you want, Not that eye. Well, you want the, the good eye. <laughs> that actually was the question. What? How's his eye look right now? It, it looks like, like a, a fucking geo. rock. Luckily, uh, the trench kind of turns shit off. Yeah. yeah, it can. Bruce, what happened to your eye, dear? Fucking bop. <laughs> I told him not to touch it. Fucking dirt powder, gotta touch everything goddamn shiny. That was probably the most eloquent description of Bob I've ever heard. I, uh, I don't know. Came at me, tried to break it, didn't work. Stuck itself in my face, tried to break it, hurt real bad, didn't work. Tried to pry it out of my noggin with my knife, didn't work. Gotta resharpen my knife. Uh, and here we is. Did you have something to talk to Dylan about? This was the whole reason we were chasing down the hall and we're not in your hospital bed like I wanted you to be? Not with him standing over there. Squint. Mind your bag, boy. Bruce points the cup-sized bag <laughs> that he handed you earlier. I'm not sure if I was insulted. I feel insulted. Mind your bag, boy? I don't know. Bag boy? Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean... I look at Roy. Should I be insulted? I mean, I think he was talking about your balls. No, the bag. Checking <laughs> pants. The bag he just sat down. What's in the bag? Grelin throws What's her hands box? up. Oh my god. Fuck this. <laughs> and walks out. Bye, Grelin. I wait for her to leave. Bruce takes a move action. Now we can talk. And oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Bruce reaches out and grabs you. And gives you a hug. <laughs> a gentle one. Confused redactyl noises. <laughs> Bruce just right. pulled you for a couple of minutes. Roy looks jealous. And, uh, <laughs> no, 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 I see Roy. I pick him up and put him in the hug. Aww. Aww, what a big... And Bruce just thing. says, uh... I sp- squeeze it, him into uh, his bicep. It never gets better. But, uh... But you do. And Bruce, let's go. Don't forget your damn bag. Confused. Bruce dark shuffles dark. back to his bed. Do you look in the bag? I'm scared I'm gonna see like a beating heart, but yeah. <laughs> it's, like, shit, it's, 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 it's Bruce, cup, it's Bruce's right? missing eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I'm shook. It, 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 inside is the cup that you know he got as one of his prizes out of the bot a long time ago for your reward for the thieves skill job. And uh, the moment you put your hand on it, for one, it's damp. And two. <laughs> You get a deep feeling of calm. Like, you haven't felt calm in a while. <laughs> Anxiety's a thing. Yeah. Not anymore. Not with that in your hand. I'm more freaked out that I don't have it now. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, God. No, you're not. Oh, God. You are There's a bit of a disassociative moment as you realize that you're not freaked out, but you, you feel good. You feel calm. You All your tension and stress you is gone. You're not freaking out of the fact that you're not freaked out. You basically lost comes. part of yourself. And you're still okay. And I put it back in the bag. <laughs> Close it. It's a Ziploc bag, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing, like, a string. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was Ziploc. That's a Ziploc. No to the original Ziploc. Yeah. It's true. Roy, do you react to this? That was a good hug. I didn't hate it. You're um, welcome. What's the cup? Can I touch the cup? I don't know. It's weird. I wouldn't touch a cup. Because Bruce ditched it, and Bruce likes things, and he ditched it. 
And I don't want to touch it anymore. You okay, Roy? Uh, I have questions. Oh, Roy was You want to talk about it? So, there was a lady that you were talking to. Yeah, my wife. I knew you fucked. Uh. (laughs) He's like, uh, Dylan just kind of stops and goes, you know what? That's a memory I wish I had. Damn it. Oh my God, God is cruel. Look, realize I'm in church. Wow, this is fucking meta. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was my wife. And I never told you this, did I? You probably didn't know at the time. I, no, I've known for a while that I thought she was dead. Turns out my son was the one that was killed with me, not her. And uh, I uh, thought back when I was a warlock, the reason why is because I died, got sent to hell. Well, I think I got sent to hell. I think I might have summoned the devil. But no real recollection. So, yeah, I've lost pretty much everyone I've ever loved. That sounds pretty shitty. Yeah, so today's a Tuesday. I think the fish market's on sale. Like It's about to go bad, so they're selling it at a good price. All right. Listen, uh, man, I'm fucked in the head. I'm just trying to move past it. How are you doing? You doing okay? How's the lady in your head? Still there. Yeah? Yeah. Does she make you do weird shit? Also, patron can't talk to him right now, right? Oh, no, you're in a church. Okay. Um, oh, his patron? Yeah. Actually, no, it's not restricted. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to tell you now, my patron was a dickhead. Because he always wanted the wheel, and he always wanted me in the backseat. Not even passenger, backseat. And I'm going to tell you now, not fucking worth it. Whatever, no. Like, seriously, you think they're your ideas. They're not. You really need to do, like, an inventory of yourself, because that's the reason why I'm not giving you the location of the vestments that your patron fucking wants. It's because your patron wants it. And until... You can look me in the eye and say that you want it for good, not fucking evil, because these assholes do whatever the fuck they want. I want until you can be your own person, that shit's staying up here. Offered to Darius at one point. He didn't want it. So, yeah. He's going to ramble until you interrupt. It's the Dylan ramble where until you stop him, he will just Dylan, keep spilling the beans. <laughs> know where the box is. Okay. Yeah. Known that for a while, actually. Since the heist. Yeah, I kind of heard. Um, but now I can do this thing and my pack blade appears. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, I'm not saying give up Warlock, because I don't know your patron, man. Last I saw, there was a death skinner. I mean, it's pretty cool. Cool sword. So, I'm going to let that play itself out for now. But, um... Damn speak- right you are. Hey, chill. Uh, speaking of Darius... <laughs> was, was that out loud? <laughs> yes. I go, I'm sorry, I'm just a little... I don't want to talk to you. Well, you know, and... It's kind of a lot all at once. I'm not a big talker. Um, no, really? No, more of a little not talker. But, nice. But, uh, speaking of Darius, when was the last time you guys talked to him? Uh, last time I talked to him was when I talked to him and I sold him an ID. Ooh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, why? 
as I see him like gesturing, I'm like, Canton thing? Yeah. Yeah, I know about Canton. How do you know about Canton? I heard from Mullion when I broke him out of jail. Does Bruce know? Mm, oh, no. Did no one tell Bruce? I haven't. I really had a chance. Roy, in a wise tradition, passed down for generations, not it? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> It's about this time that we casually walk in. We just gonna go to the Church of Vesper. Roy, yes. goes. okay. Say so not it. Two people. He's gonna tell me to go to the church. I'm gonna go. Why not? Yeah. Okay. I will say that most of the Church of Moors is busy anyway at the moment. Yeah. It's pretty biz- big business. Let's say you try to go there and it's closed. Yeah, you find you your way at the front door to the Church of Vesper. Side is the typical door lady, Mary. Hello uh, there. He's been checked out by the Church of Moors. Um, he's. Can it's a pleasure to meet you, young lady. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. Um, he's quite the gentleman. Mm. But could he use the rear entrance? Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I feel as though that is discriminatory. A, a little. Uh, but you are a skeleton. Fair enough. <laughs> and you guys go through the back entrance, <laughs> but ironically, the back entrance puts you closer to like these rooms that they're in. And... Uh, you catch Bruce moving to his bedroom on his way back. Grandlin is helping you. Damn. Fucking Bruce. Grim. Guy. Bob. Good to see you. Hello, Bruce. You should thank me. I saved your life. We still need work on this, you know. As I point to my eye, mimicking I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Bob. Your eye looks fine. Um, you did what? <laughs> Turning back to Mr. Grimm. I saved your life. How? I'll have you know you should owe me a great debt. At least I thank that? you. How'd you save my big fat ass? Well, when your big fat ass, as you so eloquently put it, went flat on your big fat fucking face, I helped get you out of there. Cradlin once again Thanks. throws her arms up, says nothing, and leaves the area. <laughs> That explains the soreness. And Just massages his giant nose. And I help you avoid any trouble because of this thing. And I take my fucking cane and tap it right in his eye. That's the not eye. Clink. <laughs> that was fucking weird. Rude. And Bruce, in turn, pokes you in your eye socket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I don't have anything there. Roy Watson. You... Meanwhile, have the eye of McGonk in there. I have the eye of mind your own damn business. That's uh, good eye, good eye. Listen that's, here! That's not how it's pronounced. Roy, Roy walks in as he sees Bruce's finger inside Grimm's head. That's some shit. I don't... Can I do that? Um, can I Can I do that? No! Alright. Um, now listen here, hey Bob. you offering version of a giant. Kind of this. Yeah. I see. Well, you listen to me, Mister. All the parts they leave out of a sausage. Oh. <laughs> I pop out. What the fuck? One of those in the hallway. Sandra pokes her head out, shakes her head, pokes it back in the room. <laughs> what? What is a sausage? <laughs> Delicious. I'll have you know, I've eaten things that have taken bigger shits than you are. <laughs> I'll have you know, I've shit things and shit things bigger than you. <laughs> I see, this is uh, one of those competitions. 
<laughs> all right, all right, I've had enough. My point is that oh, we that? must help each other out. I might be able to help you find out what's going on with that eye of yours. You might it's be able to... It's stuck in my damn noggin. And huh? I might be able to help you get it out. No, Bob. No, we tried that. As Bob is going... No, we tried that. get a chisel is and a hammer. Anyone going to tell and guys? No, 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 no. no anyone else? No. Maybe the chisel. Not that uh, hammer, though. Fuck it. Bruce, Canton's dead. Uh, well, you hear the proverbial pin drop. That's unfortunate. Who's Canton? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, which Canton? What? You know there's only one. Canton. Thieves Guild. Like the little wimpy guy? Yeah. He died. <clears throat> as much as I was enjoying these insults, I just found out you didn't know. Who's Canton? A relatively important mid-level player in the local Thieves Guild. Who okay. done uh, assassins, from what I heard. Yeah, I killed them, and then one of them tried to kill you, and then that's how we got in the cave. By the way, Did I you got get the lady in the cave. Oh, you know I got the lady in uh, the cave. The I necromancer was one of them, also. Done. Also, I got the guy that hires them. I got the name. We need to take that to Darius. Yeah, figured. Like I scribble it down and hand it to you. I was gonna say, what's the, the name? name? Was Gavrilla. Yeah, Gavrilla. Write that I down. Somebody write it for you. <laughs> Cool. Just in at, case. at this point, you have killed three. What about the big guy, Dragon Breath? I haven't seen him. I have not seen him since. Birdie's an asshole, though. <clears throat> I start speaking to my hammer. He burnt my you're not, beard you're on. Not wrong. Oh yeah, Bob, Bob's got a vendetta. Oh yeah, Dragon Boy. I think we need to let Bob have that one. <laughs> <laughs> out of respect, almost. Sandra does step out, and she's looking at Bruce. And everybody. I was like... Hey, Sandra. I don't even know where to begin with the conversation I'm going to have with you. Yeah, my wife's locked up. Yeah. Bruce, are you okay? Why is she still alive? I, I would like to point out, gentlemen, oh, that you mom. just told a man who may or may not have right. had a heart attack that uh, one of his oldest acquaintances is dead. I mean, gonna he go didn't know who that was for a split second, so... Gonna go lay down. She's your wife. Yeah. Got it. Bruce shuffles off down the hallway towards his room. Yeah. As Granlin would wish it. Bob, ironically, my wife thought I was dead, and I thought she was dead. In reality, my son was dead, and everything is pain. So, I'm just going to focus on something else. As awful as that sounds. You've got the wife back. As awful as all of that sounds, my question remains, why did you leave this woman... Who is going to summon a demon alive? It's a good question. Because a bunch of people have told me once that anyone can be redeemed if they choose to be good. So unless they all want to go back on their word, anyone? I told you no such thing. Sandra walks out. I had to yank you out of the goddamn lake again. That was you? Yeah. Thank you. This boot's going up your ass pretty soon if I have to do that again. I just said, what do you... I don't know what you want from me anymore, man. I'm trying. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, trying. I get it. I get it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a tough he follow. He wants to like you. He, he, you just keep fucking it up. <laughs> you are the Eric Foreman to his Red Foreman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
have too many dads in this <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> Headcast! The dad Head level cast. grows. I follow Bruce. You follow Bruce? I follow Bruce. Okay. Bruce, Granlin is waiting for you in your room, and she's uh, kind of helping you get back into bed. Bruce just swats her hand away. And, uh... <sighs> All right, Bruce. He lowers himself into his bed, facing the wall. He pulls a blanket over himself, and uh, he just lays there, either asleep or dead or pouting. And that's where Roy finds him. So, how are you taking the news about Canton? I don't feel so good. I've been, uh, anywhere. My, uh... Don't got a lot of people I care about. Lost pretty much all of them now. I get that. But, I mean, I'm still here. Yeah. And, uh, maybe you'll outlive me. Maybe you won't. Can't and shoulda. Can't and, uh, can't and shoulda. Uh, At no point <laughs> does Bruce face you. Even if you go around the bed, at no point does Bruce see you. So Bob walks up the gridlock. By the way, just this camp in the background, I'm packing up my stuff. Yeah. And to, to leave vest, the, the town, or the Yeah, everything the that I have at the church is being put in the bag of holding. Okay. Which, by the way, my thing wants to reward all y'all. Cool. Yeah. Wait, oh, yeah, so wait that's have, cool. Hold on. You guys have quite nice things. As it turns out. Yeah, you let them know that there, there's rewards from the Thane coming if you can get hold of them. You've also been told by the Thane he'll find a way to find them if he needs yeah. to. If nothing else, come by my shop. That might be a good way to do it. So you guys are still in the hall, right? You're not in the room with them. I'm just, my door's open. You I'm went packing, to another room, I'm yeah. packing stuff in. Everything's right. nearby. It's all this yeah. hallway. where the, the, the Dylan's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan's in the same room as I'm me. So he's oh, the okay, side, so you're in that room. Yeah. Um, Invisible link. Granlin uh, speaks up while you're there, and she, s- she says, I've been told um, by the Church of Morris that the service, it, it will be tomorrow. Hmm. For Ken. Yes. When? Ah. What, what time? It'll be at uh, dusk, the way they usually do it. They will take him to the burial mounds a mile away from the city. and Small grave, but I understand uh, an unnamed benefactor paid for it. Even a... Uh... Even a big heart doesn't need a big hole. Uh, do you stick around, or do you pack your stuff and leave? I'm packing my stuff, and I'm going to go see Julie. All right, well, you don't make it out the door, because Julie is right there. Because that was coming next. Good call. So. Hey, Dylan. Uh, Looking for you. What's up? Uh, I, wanted, I heard that you... Got in trouble again. I mean, it's a day that ends in Y. Uh. I mean, what'd you expect? <laughs> are you okay? A little beaten up. Huh? Uh. I take a knee. Julie, I'm gonna have to head out for a while. Okay. Um. 
Did you find the the the? Uh, it was a cultist again. I beat up the bad guys. Don't worry. Did you get them? I just nod. I got the bad ones. Yes. But what about what about the one that they brought in? It's complicated, Julie. Shouldn't she pay? She will, and I'll make sure of it. Oh, okay, Dylan. And I'm gonna put a hand on her shoulder. I'm gonna look at her and go, I have the money for your education, by the way. I'm gonna get you enrolled as soon as possible. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, we're, you're gonna be around, though, right? To help? I'm gonna try and stop by when I can. But I might disappear for a while every now and then. I'm leaving Balthazar here with you, though, so he can take care of you and you can take care of him. Uh, okay. And. And I look at her and go, long term, I need to ask you a question. What's that? Let's do it on this for a day, actually. And you know, I thought about doing this before I went on my shift last time, but every time I go on my shift, something blows up, lights on fire, or I get stabbed. So should have probably thought about doing it before, but I wanted to ask you, and you're more than welcome to say no, mostly because I'm a fuck up. Don't repeat that word in front of Sandra, I'll be so much trouble. Do you, I don't know if there's paperwork for this and I'm circling around it because I'm nervous and a little terrified of a no. Do you want to be officially? Not if you're going to leave. I'm not going to be gone forever. Uh, there's just a lot of things I need to take care of. I'm going to stop by when I can and when I can I'll send for you and bring you with me. Sandra's here, and I just need to make sure you're safe. And being around me might not be the safest thing right now. I can take care of myself. Yeah, you can. She can take care of herself. Fuck off, Pop. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, Pop. (laughs) I believe you can take care of yourself, but you also need to focus on... Don't you have kids to say vaguely sexual things to? (laughs) (laughs) Only every Tuesday. What is the purpose of this conversation with this offering? Horrifying. I'm just gonna tell you now, you could take care of yourself, and I could take you with me. But the problem is, if I did that, you want to have the better life. Because I've told you once that power is what will keep you safe. But it's not 100% true. I guess I came to realize that power is nice and all, but it doesn't matter if you wield the power of a god and trust me I know what that's like if you're not doing it for good if you're not doing it for the right reasons then you're only going to end up hating yourself or hurting the people you care about and right now my job is to figure out who I need to stop from hurting the people I care about which includes you so if I have to wait to ask you that question I will I'm going to let you know that you're telling her, and you've made your words very clear, but you are speaking to someone who can't fully understand that choice. And you know that you're not going to really get it across, and she's mad. I understand. Yeah. I was expecting her to be mad. And she kind of just, like, just do whatever. Okay. Yeah. She calls for Balthazar, and then she wanders back to her and room. And that's a good boy. He's, like, right there. Yes, yes. I like fucking Kelrath. Unlike Kelrath. 
Kelrat's a good boy too. God damn it. Not well trained. Not well trained. Like the German shepherds of can't find home if you walk in there. Nope. <laughs> All right. Did you even say where you were going? No. Nope. Dylan, where the hell are you going anyway? Uh, man, this is funny to me, but probably not as much to you. To swallow my fucking pride. Uh, are you gonna miss Ken's funeral? I don't know. He's uh, he's going to heal, Roy. He'll uh, do what he's got. No, I'm just gonna do what I do best. Suffer for the right reasons. I was gonna say fall asleep, but yeah. No, that's what you do, Bastion. <laughs> you put people to sleep. All right. So you go to talk to Granlin. You find her. She's left everyone alone, and she's in her office with people. Tell you. Okay. You, 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 and Mister Grimm. Yep. Yeah. You are shuffled to Granlin's office, and uh, when you walk into her office, she goes, "Ah, God." That's a hell of a noise. <laughs> Same noise Bruce makes. Same shit. I should really use. I should, I should really pretty you up sometime. Sorry, you're. It's always surprising. I know. I'm a skeleton. Can we get over it? It's a lot of cultural... Don't worry about it. Society's always against you, man. We'll get you a nice scarf. How can I help you, young men? You never visit me, Bob. What what can I do for you? About Bruce. About the eye of Magok that's in his fucking head. That. Yes, I saw. He's been under my care. You think I don't know what it is? I hope you know what it is. Well, you never know. What do you want to know? I don't know where Vesprin Good Cap Skelicopter. I want, I want to know more about it. It's the I want to get it out of his head. I also would like to do that. She rolls inside. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you want? For, you want that, that item? Just straight up? You interested in having it? I'm not interested in having it as much as I'm interested in uh, its origin, right? Okay. Because I've already established that things are going funny for me. That's the closest mm-hmm. connection okay. to right from yes. where I'm at. Okay. That's logically where my brain goes. Smells okay. like home. Yeah. It's basically. Well, Actually, here, here's a good question. Do I have my hammer? <laughs> yeah, there's no reason you wouldn't. Okay. You never gave it up. No. No, no, I'm just saying I'm in the Church of Vesper. How does this hammer feel like Groundland? Uh, your hammer is literally a tool. Yes. It looks like a, a ha- it's not a weapon. Yes, I know. But you never know. No one feels the need to take it from you. I just have tools. Um, it's calipers. Anyway. So the Eye of Magog is a, uh, it's an ancient relic. It is literally the Eye of a God, if the stories are true. And you see, dears, um, it, Magog, if you don't know, uh, is an old religion, part of Gog and Magog. Mm. Us giants used to worship them. Gog was suit of uh, everything good that giants could be. Magog represented our desires to crush and eat you puny mortal people. Not mortal. Not I will human. grind your bones to make my bread. Does that not sound familiar? It does. <laughs> but <laughs> I've seen worse. You don't understand where I come from, do you? I know where you come from. Then such threats are just Duke things of you autumn. say. Oh, you do understand where I come. He just got a tingly in his pelvis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I just file that away in my knowledge bank of uh, Duke Bottom. Yeah. All right. Bob goes, huh. Oh, all right. And, and she says, uh, and the Eye of Magog represents all it is uncontrolled and savage. It is our id. 
it is a terrifying item. It is supposed to bring out the worst in a giant. It usually is attracted to the strongest giant it can find. Other giants will want it, especially bad ones. And the only way that I have ever heard to remove the Eye of Magog from a host is death. Fair option. So then the question runs, how can you keep him from totally dying and get the dang thing out of him? It is very difficult to kill the bearer of an Eye of Magog. Well, I'll tell you this. I cracked her. There's only a little bit more to go. With an 11 in wisdom, is it possible for me to remember if Magog's actually missing an eye? Should I ever heard of it? Yes, you do know he's missing an eye. Oh, okay. That is the gist. That's like his shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, he's known as a one-eyed titan sometimes. That's like Odin. Mm. Well. Similar. Uh, also, if you're very into classic D&D, it's a bit of Grumsh. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, it's similar to that, <laughs> although it's more giant store works. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, that's a terrifying god. Yeah, it's similar to that. Yeah, yeah. His, Magog is bad. There's nothing really good about him. It's like, chances are that in order to remove it, you'd have to kill him. Even destroying it might kill Bruce. I will say this. If I was going to have a giant fight the Eye of Magog, I'd pick Bruce. <clears throat> I've heard of Magog. Mm, possibly even been stepped over by him <laughs> once or twice. You've seen his danglies. <laughs> They're big. Potentially. Big. I know he's missing an eye. So I know that this is true. But with this being said, I need to pull this thread so I can find out what is happening to me. Weren't you summoned? If I was summoned, when I attempted to kill someone with a word, they would have died. Or at least normally. Exne on the dying, eh? <laughs> Your pig Latin's rusty. <laughs> what? You should be careful. This is not your world. And people like me are designed to stop people like you. Fair enough. I don't want to be here. Hmm. <laughs> well, your world sucks. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> People keep bringing up time, which I still don't understand. <laughs> they keep God. telling me what I'm doing is wrong. I have no one here who summoned me. I normally have much more fun than this. The sun moves through the sky when I stand still? What sense does your fucking world make? I've spent far too many hunts back at the wild, as opposed to coming and grasping at your world. But why is it so infuriating? I can't help you, dear. I imagine you'll have to learn. In the meantime, stick with these people. Maybe they'll teach you. I don't At know. best, they'll keep an eye on you, because I don't know what you want. Answers. Keep your ears open, giantess. I want answers. And I walk out. 
Do you have anything more to ask? So after Grim leaves, I go, you need uh, inquire among the face, perhaps, how to get that dang thing out. It's not our area. The Church of Newman is better with these things. Newman. Let's see. <clears throat> Sorry. I go, all right. Well, I need to go check on, see what how my shop is. Uh, your man, Daedalus, who left you with? Who left us uh, with everyone? Um, he did say that he very much wanted to speak with Bruce as soon as possible. Ah. He and you as well. Uh, I understand that it's his job to keep an eye on such things that you've been dealing with. I uh, had a very long argument about what to do with the one named Akara. What's the story with her? I told Gramlin everything. By the way, she's a member of the Cult of Vina. I'm sure you're aware. You were there. Yes, um, that much I understand. From what I gather, she is has been with them for a month or more. Apparently, Dylan's wife. Yes, uh, apparently. So I, in respect for Dylan, am treating her gently, even though part of me does not wish to, because I need answers as well. I might need to go talk to some orcs. I wonder if Tigawag's up for a kegger. <laughs> I leave. I go. Roy, you go to Darius. Actually, before that, uh, I'd like to talk to him some more. So you see me leaving with my bag in hand. You guys are leaving at the same time, basically, right? Yeah, I'll, go, I'll walk out with him. I look at him, backpack over my shoulder with some of my shit. Hey. So where are you going, down? I got... I realize now my lot in life, and instead of fighting it, I gotta kind of roll with it. And I'm not gonna make a lot of friends, and I'm probably gonna burn a lot of bridges, but I got an idea. And the problem is, if I told you it, I couldn't do it. So, I guess what I'm saying is, I'm gonna do what's best for my life, and I'm sorry if you hate me for that. Actually, here's the thing. I want to go with you. But, one, I need to speak to Darius. That's fair. Two, we should really stay for Kim. And I'm going to try and be there, but I need to do what's best for me. Is there a time limit on this thing? I need to capitalize on momentum. The longer I take, the less likely this will succeed. So I guess really what I'm doing is I need to make sure there's a future for me, future for Julie, and hopefully one day a car. But I think as it stands for the time being, the person that was my wife is buried deep beneath a lot of hurt. And the more I'm around, the more she's reminded of it. Because my kid had my face and her eyes. And I, I'm tired of being in pain, so I gotta do what's best now. Even if it hurts. How can I assist you in this? 
You want to know? Yeah. Roy, there might be a time in the future where I tell you no or stop. And whatever it means, no matter how much it sucks, at least once, do as I ask for the love of God. (laughs) And if you can't, I understand. Just try to aim for away from, you know, important organs. You know, I'll try not to kill you. You try not to kill me. I know you've threatened it a lot, and I've threatened a lot, but can we make it so we don't actively kill each other? Even though you'll probably want to, and I might need to. We'll try not to, at least. And you never know. I suppose that's reasonable. Oh, and, um, did you check on Julie now and then. She knows you kinda and she's gonna hate me for a while and could you check on Sandra and Akara sometimes cause it's probably gonna be a little bit till I can come back I could do that for you if you come to speak with Darius with me ooh got me by the short and curlies yeah. <laughs> alright well you got me for another couple hours it looks like Roy you guys go to Darius Mullion's there. And Linda. And you see Linda has packed her bags and is is, is full on leaving this time. She's on her way out and Mullion's kind of trying to talk her not doing it. And was, no, I'm I'm going to the other unit. You can't stop me. Hey, Linda. Hey, Dylan. How you doing, girly? Pretty good. I'm looking forward to the new thing. Where are you going? The new unit. Or the other unit. Oh, yeah, you're transferring, right? Yeah. I'll see you around. Hey, stay in touch. Uh, You'll see me around. Yeah. Hey, if I ever need to hire a thief. Not a thief anymore. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy is about to leave before Ken's thing. Ah, gotta freeze away. So you're gonna leave too? And Curly's. (laughs) Hey, Molly. No, I'm I'm not leaving town. Oh, are you me or her? <laughs> Molian looks to Dylan like, really, motherfucker? How's jail, motherfucker? It's great to be out. I'm really happy to make it to my friend's funeral. I wish I could go to my friend's funeral. You could. I think you should. Well, considering, you know, all things considered, I'll try and visit when I can, but I've been kind of dealing with the fact over the past day and a lot's been going on that I didn't even get to go to my son's funeral. So, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. The Greystone's there. Yeah. You want to make a double trip? Yeah. I can go on one trip. I can go to Canton's Gravestone and my kids. Oh. Are you going? Like, oh, uh, uh, where are we, what are we arguing about? Are you going? I don't know. All right. Well, it's like, I, 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 I kind of just felt like there was going to be an argument here, and now I'm confused. Dude, no. I just argue as a defense mechanism. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm very insecure. Look, I'm not used to being on the same page as all y'all. Seriously, you didn't hurt anyone on your side. Darius has been waiting for you, Roy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured. Dylan, come on. He's got me by the short and fucking yeah. curly. So, Mullion kind of kicks open the door, Linda waves goodbye, and you go in and you see uh, Darius, you know how he usually like lounges on the chair, like he's very comfortable there and he's, you know, happy to see everybody. It's not that way. Business. Yeah, it's well. It's not even all business. He's he's slumped in this chair. Hey, boss man. 
Oh, it's uh, hey, hey Dylan. I thought uh, thought I thought our business was uh, was done lately. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. Hello, Roy. Hey, Darius. So, uh, I've brought uh, Dylan to you because uh, we've got some information. Uh, the guy that hired the assassins, I know it. I got it for you. He sits up eagerly. Name? Gavrilla. Is, is that it? That's all I got. He started the contract about four or five days ago. Right around the time we uh, finished our... Business. Yeah. We've... The only one he knows are Roy and Bruce. So I'm whispering, like, quietly down to uh, Roy. I'm so sorry about that, by the way. I totally thought they knew about all of us, not just Bruce. Great. Oh, um, uh, they might know about Mullion, so keep an eye on him. Yeah. I'll say that you guys give him a rundown. Is there anything you would I'd leave out? I've gone through all the information I have. Yeah, you give him everything about the assassins you know. Yep. Yeah. And that gives you the information that he knows as well, which is to say there has been four that you've seen. The half-dragon is the only one that is still alive that you've seen, but the name Gavrillo seems to be one that you do not know. I go, half-dragon's name is Brutus. It's a half-dragon, breeze fire, wears plate. Shouldn't be hard to find, then. Yeah, but he's probably got a hideout somewhere in the city. I'd check all the dark corners you haven't been looking in. And they're chasing down people who... Were involved in the heist. It was Bruce, Canton, maybe Mullion? My guess, it People was... from the vault? Based on this, I think Gavrillo's an intermediary, middleman between the actual contractor. And I think it's probably a high noble, considering we found, I think, something mentioning assassin paperwork in that box that Bruce pulled. So my guess is nobles got salty that we pulled one on them. So they decided to take down anyone they could confirm. I'm sure if they confirmed my face, his face, anyone's face. Also, you should go by a fake name now. I'm thinking... Millie Vanilli for you. You look like a mill. Maybe just mill? Don't make it weird. Make it a million. Make him feel good. You can feel like a million bucks. A million? Are we done? Yeah. Why not Troy? <laughs> it's oh. like Roy. Uh, <laughs> so I just go, uh, also I'm going to be uh, heading off for a little while. So for enemies next time we meet, Best of luck. As you leave, Mullion says, I don't care what the fuck we are the next time we meet. If you don't show up to this funeral, I'm going to take that as an actual insult. Well, I don't care what you say, but I got... Fuck it. You know what, Mullion? I'm tired of arguing with you. Like, I'm not arguing with you. I'm no, saying you need to come to the funeral. No, you're taking it as a fucking insult. I'm asking you to come to the funeral. He, he actually softens. He's, I'm asking you to come to the funeral. Fine. Please. We'll try and stop by. Canton liked you. Ooh. Short and curly. Seems to be working. Yeah. Y'all are dicks. You should make a guild about dicks. Like a thief. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Already in church for that. So, Dylan is no longer in the room. Yeah, I bailed. I would like to tail Dylan. Why? He seems... I thought we were on the up and up. You guys seem cool when you walked in here. Yeah, we're cool, but I think he needs my help. I'm not going to lie. I don't care what help he needs as long as it involves killing these 
assassins. Oh, that's fine. He seems to know a lot about them, and he might be able to find out more. It's your best lead. Basically, yeah. I... You know... You can do whatever you want, Roy. Here's the deal. You've only been with us a short time. But he looks around, and... When you first started here, you remember there were more thieves and when you first got there that this room used to have like besides Mullion and Canton there would be people in the Thieves Guild and every time you visit here there's fewer and fewer he looks at you he's like it's you me Mullion and a handful more you're one of us not only that you're do you want Canton's old job I will be back for Ken. That seems very unfair to Mullion. But. Do you really think that Mullion should be the face of the Thieves Guild? He should go recruit people? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Probably not. But. I'll Shanghai him. He's, man, he's gonna, he's gonna be mad at me. But. I will make sure Dylan and I make it back for Ken and then we can talk about this promotion Dylan I've left the room so I'm just kind of walking through the gray water <laughs> it's gray water echoes in the back of your memory it does not in a happier in time in reality it does not in reality occur no it's a somber happier times in your memories Dylan, Dylan's thinking about that first time that you know Ken barred the windows Tried to make Shanghai down here, blindfolded him. And then the minute he got down here, Dylan immediately knew how to get here, so he was just kind of chuckling the whole time, walking past Lenny the Narc, meeting Mullion, wishing that memory was different. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk around the city and take a nap on a rooftop waiting for Canton's funeral. What do you want to do? I'm going to go talk to Bruce, because he's basically the only other person I know. It's true. Besides the people with the moors. Okay. And as you said, they're busy. You find Bruce with his back to you, facing the wall. I walk in. Hello, Bruce. What you want? I was hoping to have a conversation with you. I, uh, I got much of a choice. Not really. I figured. I take two steps further into the room. Bruce wipes his face off with a pillow or a blanket or something. And, uh, he sits up to turn and face this thing that keeps harassing him. I don't want... <clears throat> How can I help you? Well, as I discussed with you in the hallway before... You heard some other news? Yeah. You have a piece from a world I am from in your head. Does that mean you can take it? Unfortunately, it doesn't seem that way. Well, I could, but I'd take your life with it. <laughs> and as it stands, you dead doesn't do me much good. And if it doesn't do me much good, then I'll explore other options first.
you, uh, I don't know exactly what you is, but you ever wonder if you being alive does more harm than you being dead? No. Your views on things are so convoluted. The way that we see things, where I'm from, far more pragmatic. It's not good or evil as you continuously and incessantly seem to refer to here on this mortal plane. It's life or death and both are acceptable. You do what you need to. You survive. You kill. That, uh, sounds like you're Magog talking. I've heard tales of Magog and maybe even seen him once or twice. But his way of thinking is not necessarily wrong or right, as no way of thinking is. You see, where we hail from, it is less a question of what you think you should do and more a question of what you need to do at the time. Do we have politics, convoluted ideas? Certainly, all the time. We have lords, kings, rulers, things that dictate how things work. But where we're from, it's wild. Yoria. <clears throat> Bruce sits up, still crooked, old, obviously haggard, and uh, he composes himself a bit more. You work in, uh, you work in magics. <clears throat> Magic, right? Not as well as I once did, but yes. Then your power, your power, comes from your mind's control over things. Yes, to a certain extent. We giants know that uh, there is Magog, but there is also Gog. Magog is the innate and natural power of a giant's raw and unbridled potential. Wild, if you will. But uh, the wise of us, truly powerful of us, will follow the ways of Gog. Because there is no more power than using your mind to overcome the world outside and the world inside. The way of Magog is the easy way. The way of Gog is the way of penultimate control, controlling your very nature and shaping the world around you to be better than, uh, than it wants to be. I take three more steps closer and I look at Bruce very intently as I proceed to say, as I've said, your view of things is far more convoluted than reality is. You see, Gog and Magog stride across the same plains. They come from and reside in the same place. 
and they move together quite often. The separation is much smaller than you think. Dylan, you you don't stay at the Church of Vesper? No. And you would think that this is a time the devil might bother you, and he doesn't. Next day comes and goes. You don't even know where most of it goes. It's gone real quick. You're not thinking about it. I just sit on a rooftop the whole day. Yeah, and it doesn't even feel that long. You realize that it's starting to get late. The weather's changed again. The snow's melted. It's actually not a bad day. kind of feels like autumn. Hey. Yeah. Everyone knows where the cemetery is. Even Dylan can find it. And you guys, how do you dress? I'm disguised. Okay. And I have a cloak over me. If someone talks to me, they know it's me. Otherwise... You're not drawing attention to the fact yeah. who you are. Yeah. Best dress there, obviously. Don't have to change much. You're kind of dressed for a funeral. If anyone fits. Bruce shuffles in, aided by the combined efforts of his ten-foot stick and... Uh, Granlin. Granlin. I'll shuffle in with Bruce. Bruce has his entire body painted black with coal. Except for a white bar across his eyes and white hands, and he's uh, he's wearing nothing but a uh, a black fabric loincloth that is looks like it's homemade, not terribly well made. I'm using minor illusions so that I'm not freaking people out because I'm just tired of the reactions. This is the Church of Mars leading the proceedings, so less weird than you'd think. Less weird than you'd think, yeah. We're all no, kind of- I like it. The one time. Yeah. <laughs> Poor skeleton. Yeah. I mean, it's Ken's funeral, let's be honest. Yeah. It's going to be filled with people. Yeah. The Church of Moors, it may not be weird. You know, once upon a time, this this funeral may have been filled with a lot of people. It's a lot smaller. Not as much lately. A lot of people dead lately. A lot of people hiding. Mullion, he's one of the pallbearers, along with Bill Oak. Bruce and Roy. You carry him where Darius is already set in a wheelchair at the side of the grave. And you guys lower him in. Hornig residing over the proceedings, which is a, a Dorvan member of the Church of Morris that you and Mr. Grimm met. Death comes for us all. In this world, it is sometimes difficult to tell when. Many of us do our best to hide from it. Some of us laugh and dare it every day. Canton is a man well known, even though he shouldn't be. Because everyone he ever met, he treated fairly. Despite the fact that And he looks at Mullion and Darius. He worked a job that no one should know he worked. He will be missed. And he deserved better than what he got. Does anyone wish to say anything? I walk up. I'm in the disguise, so... Yeah. 
probably gonna fucking evil eye from Mullion. No. Canton. I could sit here all fucking day and describe Canton. I don't think I would capture it. I think you all would agree, right? Darius, because he was beautiful. Damn straight. God damn that part. Uh, um, Everybody laughs. <laughs> I'm at Canton at a weird point. I guess in mine, and it kind of made it weird for him. And <laughs> he just wanted me to not be an asshole for five minutes. I think he asked us all that once or twice. <laughs> and I couldn't fucking give it to him as much as I wanted to. As much as I liked the guy. I could not stop being an asshole for five minutes. And yet this fucking guy still asked me if I was doing okay. Still checked up on me now and then. And literally gave me the shirt off his back. And if there's one thing I take away from all of my experiences with Canton is that <laughs> he acted like he always had the best hand at the table but <laughs> he was always willing to fold to give you a chance he'd crush you the next round or two though but that's just who he was <laughs> he's gotta win his money back he was a great guy. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't want to ramble. He'd get mad. Roll crutching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the end of everyone's speech, I'm requiring a constitution check. <laughs> I'm good. I passed without rolling. Way to go. Lack of tear ducts assist. Lack of tear ducts and association. Never met him. No words, just... A nice little sunshine built out of burnished brass. Just Bob built uh, a burnished Newman sign, and uh, when he displays it, and he looks very proud, and, and then he sort of wanders off, and as soon as he wanders off, Mullion leans down to Roy, and he says, He knows I can't worship Dirk, right? <laughs> this is awkward. Apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> Who's next? Wait on to me, boy. So, I hear he was great. What a mortal. Put him in the ground. What a weird custom. Darius, because who the fuck is that? <laughs> Only put the club away. He's, he's cool, I promise. I would prefer if you won next. Say your piece. He's in a box. Yeah, actually, uh, I believe we just established the box. is a nice box made by Bot. Roy walks up. He wipes a tear from his eye. And he, uh... He thinks to a veal, and he just goes, help me out with this one. And he walks up, and he puts his hand on the box. And you see his hand freeze over a bit. Okay. And then he lifts his hand up, and there is just... An icy-looking flower there. And he looks down, and he just says, audibly, thank you. 
And he turns and walks away. Okay. I snuck out with a stealth of 22. You leave? Yeah, I okay. snuck out when Roy was going up. No, there's no need for stealth. You, you snuck out. We'll just cut. At this point, Dylan sneaks out. Um, Mullion looks to Bruce, and he's like, I've known him longest. No dispute. You're up. Bruce steps forward. Quickly, everyone to follow. Alright, uh, anybody paying attention, Dylan and, uh, Roy both leave. Dylan first. Bruce steps forward, and, uh, out of one eye, for reasons, it is clear that he has actually been in tears. Bruce steps forward, and he kneels down to the grave, much to the protest of his old and aching body. I, uh... Canton was... soft. But, uh... But in that softness is where he showed his strength. And the, uh... In the maelstrom of chaos... In the torrents of grief, despair, and trouble, the man who holds the steady hand is the strongest. To, uh... <clears throat> to move your hand with the wind is one thing, but to keep your hand in place against the wind, to shelter others from its torrent and its buffet is a, uh, a strength I think we can I think we can all agree is something to look for I uh I don't know how long but before you died I you told me you'd catch up with me and I'm uh I'm thinking sometime soon I'll uh I'll hold you to it I'll see ya See you on the top of the mountain, buddy. And, uh... See you soon. Bruce goes to lay his stick in the grave. Realizes that's silly, it's ten fucking feet long. Snaps it in half over his knee and lays it in the box next to Canton. Your pole? Yes. Okay. Bruce steps back and, uh... Actually leaves. He just walks away. All the PCs are gone. <laughs> Except for Mr. Grimm. <laughs> Intrigued by the death customs of this world, I want to stay and finish the, the ceremony. Yeah, so Mullion steps up, and he goes, uh, kind of glad everyone's leaving, because uh, I don't want them to see that they, uh, they're way better at this than me. I don't really go to funerals much. Put a lot of people in the ground. But I don't go to funerals. I don't like it. He stalls and acts like he's going to say more. And then just kind of shakes his head. And he says, Bye, buddy. He walks away. 
He doesn't walk far. Turns and he pushes Darius up. And Darius opens his mouth, shuts it. Opens his mouth, shuts it. And... Is it? Mullion uh, starts to cart him away, and Darius just sort of tunes out. They start to uh, put dirt on the uh, the coffin, and uh, Bill Oak in Aramindor. Bruce has uh, made his way all the way to the edge of the cemetery, crosses the threshold out of its barrier, and then turns around to wait and view the actual barrier. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and cut to where you go, Dylan. Um, just kind of, after I get away, I pull off the prosthetics, okay. pull everything off, and when I finally stop walking... I'm standing out of a set of gates that says the Bennett Estate. I lean my head back and go, you're going to fucking love this. I know it. And I sigh as I know what I have to do next. Mr. Grimm sees them shoveling the dirt onto the coffin. Bruce from afar. And there is a cold rose. A broken 10-foot pole, Dylan's deck of marked cards, and the sun made by Bob, and it's buried. As they shovel the sand and dirt and soil, Bruce lets out a low, droning chant of his people. A burial chant. It is uh, very special to him. Everyone eventually leaves. The stone is left. Darius waves Mullion off, and Darius sits at the gravestone for a long, long time. Eventually, Darius stands, and he limps to the stone, and he places upon it a pendant. Pendant made of jade from a religion they both followed. And uh, he says, Goodbye.
joining us on Torchlit Tavern. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we hope you will continue to enjoy many episodes in the future. Don't forget to like us and rate us on wherever you listen, and don't forget to share us with everybody you know so our podcast can grow. Also, don't forget to follow our show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or whatever your preferred podcasting service is. And, furthermore, should you wish to follow our lovely players and their epic journeys, you can follow them at the following locations. Hey guys, it's Ryan, favorite Warlock Roy, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at RyanSCBSantos. You can find your favorite DM, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. And you can find your Skeleton himself, the gentleman, Mr. Grimm, at big underscore J underscore the bad man on Twitter. And you can find your good boy Dylan on Twitter at Argo Omega. Fuck your warlock. Red. We cut to the next day. We're at the watch house where Corporal Mintz is working the front desk. And in walks Linda. And she goes, I'm ready to start my first day.